It's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? I can read. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now here's your host, Ward White, and Glenn Stretch Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas here on this Monday, President's Day. And the press box is brought to you by Scott's Lease Trailers, also brought to you by Precision Garage Doors, CTWP, and Pickup Outfitters. Glad to have you along here on this Monday as uh, just coming off the All-Star Game. And 397 points scored in the All-Star Game after the commissioner said, we needed a competitive game. I don't think that worked out very well, Stretch. <laughs> did it work out or did they just have a dunk contest? Or that would be my, <laughs> I mean, they just ran up and down the floor. Nobody played any defense. You know, I was going to ask you, that's kind of my, that's, that's my thought. Is it more, is it more impressive that the East scored 211 points or is it more impressive that Baylor, the Baylor women held Texas Tech to 32 What's the what's the more impressive stat? I, I would say the Baylor women was the more impressive stat, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to go there saying you hated the NBA All-Star game. And you know what? You've talked me right into it. Guess what? I hate it, too, right now. It, it's just not very good. It's not a very good product. And, you know, when the commissioner is upset that there's not a competitive product on the floor, that becomes a problem. It is, and the problem is I just don't know how you get – and we've talked about this with, with, with the NFL and the Pro Bowl. I mean, how are you going to get Ward a competitive game when ultimately guys are just concerned about getting through the game, not getting injured? And I understand that. I really do. I understand not not wanting to get hurt. And certainly if you're – uh you know, let's say you're in the playoff race. Let's say you're right in the middle of this thing and you lose your star player, you know, running up and down the floor in an all-star game. I just, to me, I don't know how they're going to make this any different because it's a product that they've sold and they've convinced, you know, uh, to the TV viewership that we can get numbers. I'd like to see the real numbers of the All-Star game. I was more I tell you what, I am more impressed with Matt McClung in the in the in the in the dunking contest. He getting he him getting another fifty than I am the entire All-Star game. I agree. I, I think that that was a big deal. But also if you're gonna have a dunk contest, shouldn't you have NBA players in the dunk contest? Shouldn't you have your stars <laughs> in the dunk contest? I mean it, it, we don't have that anymore. How many, how many games is Matt McClung? I think four. I think he's played in four NBA games. Yeah. If that many, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your your answer is you're exactly right. I mean, we we every time they you know it, it, it's time for one of the competitors to go and they announce his name, you feel like an owl because all you're doing is going who who who's that? Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's uh, that's a. I don't. We have talked 
over and over about what to do with these all-star games. And I just, when I watched, I watched about three minutes of that yesterday and it just, I, I, I walked away thinking, you know what, I've, I've, I've wasted three minutes of my life that I'm never getting back watching that crap because that's, that's what it felt like. It just felt like it was not a good product. It was not entertaining. That's not, not entertaining. All. It's not entertaining just to watch, you know, guys run up and down the floor and get loose. We know they can dunk. We know they're amazing athletes. I mean, we know they can take four strides and be all the way down the floor. I just don't know that that – you know, I don't know who that excites, and uh, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the NBA I don't know what the NFL is going to do about about how they're going to you know restructure or, or or quite frankly just do away with these with these games. And that might be the best answer is just to do away with the games. Absolutely, just not have the All Star games anymore because they're not entertained. But the only problem is stretch. They're not going to do that as long as they fill the arena with tickets and they get the money from the advertisers for the television and as long as they're getting that do they really care no no absolutely they don't care i i think adam silver i i say that i mean i would guess that you know yes i I think they do i think there's some purists out there that still care but i don't think that the league cares when they cast that check yeah i I, you know i i think adam silver coming on and saying we need a competitive you know that I, I get it, and then the players were like, "What the hell does he know about a competitive game?" You know what I mean? So it's just, you just say, I, "I'm I'm not sure how they're gonna. I'm not sure how you make this any better. I'm really not. I mean, I'd I'd almost be, I'd almost be more entertained watching some of the G League players who are trying to make the NBA, who are really trying to put a stamp on what they're doing. You know, compete in that situation. That may be an answer. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with that. The the other thing is, I mean, really, for the NBA, did the All-Star game look a whole lot different than the regular season games? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, uh, is playing defense a lost art? I, I, I started that with this segment. I mean, watching the Baylor women, but yeah, they'll get after you defensively. I, all you got to do is ask Texas Tech. But, yeah, uh, you know, we, the, 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 the job requires that you – play on both end of the both ends of the floor and i i just think uh you know it's all about the entertainment dollar it's all about scoring it's all about the big pass it's all about the you know huge kickoff return i mean that's what everybody wants to see so uh i don't know how they're going to rectify this situation and I, and I don't know that there's an answer so to me the answer is let's let's do away with it i i'm I'm okay with that because I I don't see anything that you can do to make these guys. And again, you started with they don't want to get injured, and that's a big deal. I mean, we saw a guy in the Super Bowl trying to walk on the field and tear his Achilles. So certainly they're not going to want to try to get injured in an All Star game. I get that, 100%. I get that, but it's just not a good product. I mean, there's one All Star game that matters anymore, and that that's Major League Baseball. Because you still got major league hitters going against major league pitchers, and they're playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. Uh, I, I, I'll say this: I, I got more entertainment yesterday out of watching Hideki Matsuyama come from way back to to, to <laughs> win at the Genesis Invitational than I did. And guess what? I think I took two naps during uh, during watching that that that. But I enjoyed watching him make a big comeback, and I, I love. 
you know, Will Zalatoris, I mean, he's a Dallas kid. I mean, he got his back fused. I mean, he was kind of in the, you know, in the running. So I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a big watcher of the PGA Tour, but it was a hell of a lot better than the NBA All-Star Game. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to jump on that bandwagon, Ward. The only thing about the NBA All-Star Game yesterday that was impressive was LeBron James in his 20th consecutive NBA All-Star Game. Not many guys can say that. <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're, I mean, you're right. I mean, there, there are – there are Tom, you know, there is Tom Brady, and then there's LeBron James, right? You, you, you start, you're starting to talk about the Mount Rushmore of, of guys in their sport who have played at a very high level for that long. So I know, you know, I, it's interesting hearing LeBron say, you know, he, he kind of, he's kind of still what fuels his flame a little bit is, you know, the, the, the idea of playing with his son. I mean, having an opportunity to play with his son, and I certainly. I can understand that as a dad, but not when I'm 60 and he's 17. That ain't happening anytime soon. No, it's not. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's that's going to be a little bit different for you. But, I, I mean, just him being able to do it at the highest level that he's been able to do it for 20 years and still is an absolute – well, the best player in basketball right now. Make no mistake about it. And, and look, I, I'm a Jordan guy. I'll always be a Jordan guy. You're never going to convince me that LeBron James surpassed Michael Jordan. But what he's done in longevity, you have to tip your cap. You, you, you do. And I, 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 I'm, you know, I, when you think about, to me, there's Jordan, and then it, it start, there's a little space there, and it starts filling in underneath that. And, yes, I mean, LeBron, to do it at the level that he's done it at for the time frame that he's done it at, I mean, you, you, you do have to tip your hat. And it is, it is amazing to think 20 straight all-star games. That's, I mean, that, it's a record that I don't, I don't know that that, you know, that can be broken. But no, uh, it, it, it is, it, it's certainly fun to, to think about, well, where is the next? You know, where is the next young man that's got a chance to do that? And I don't know that that's on the horizon right now. I I don't know who it is if he's out there. I really don't. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Now, look, it, it may be way after us. Somebody will come in, but right now he he is the best, and he, he's he's changed the game of basketball. And, and you know, I. There's some rumors about him in Golden State and the Lakers, and he says he doesn't know anything about it. If you're LeBron James, you know everything about it, right? Oh, absolutely. He he knows about it, and he again his 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 goal is to want to play with his son, and he is. I mean, if you don't think he's not taking a look at his options and possibly what else is out there and what he could do to. Uh, get himself in position to play with his son of course he's looked at those options but when you play for the lakers when you're you know you're probably arguably the most magnified you know nba franchise uh you know it's kind of the dallas cowboys of the nba right why yeah. would you want why would you want to go somewhere different uh he's comfortable in la and i mean you make the kind of money he does, you can pay those crazy taxes out there and, you know, get 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 on with doing what you do. But, I, you know, sure, he's looked at all options and 
possibility of playing with his son and and, and said, okay, might Golden State be a fit? Might I want to go back to, you know, Cleveland, where I'm from? I mean, I, I'm sure he's looked at. I'm sure he's looked at every available option to try to get himself in a position to play with his with his son. This is the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we'll talk uh, NFL Combine and the NFL Draft as Stretch has done some homework on some quarterbacks and where they rank and where they might be. That's coming up next on the Press Box. But right now, CTWP, your only local copier company, has been in business since 1979. Coppers, wide-format machines, shredders, and mailing machines are available CTWP is an authorized dealer for Xerox, Konica, Minolta, Canon, Learmark, Brother, and many more. They offer short-term and long-term leases, rentals, and direct purchases. Optional maintenance plans are available and include all parts, labors, and supply. If you need to copy it, scan it, print it, bind it, fold it, or upload it to the cloud, CTWP can recommend the correct machine and software for you. Name the 2023 Elite Copier Dealer for Outstanding Customer Service and Community Involvement by ENX Magazine. And they have several locations to serve you at 3730 Franklin Avenue in Waco, 410 East Melanera in Bryan, and in Temple on West Avenue. Go by and see them or check them out online at ctwp.com. Give them a call at 254 752 0376 press box returns right after this nikki collin and the bears on espn central texas the baylor women home again wednesday in the Farrell center hosting the kansas jayhawks 6 30 for the countdown to tip off 7 p.m tip off wednesday Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Hey, it's always one of the biggest sales of the year, and it's on right now. The huge trade-in day sales event at the new Volkswagen of Waco. Trade in and trade up while we've got bigger selection and better prices. Great deals on used cars like BMWs and Mazdas, Chevys, Kias, Nissans, Ford Broncos, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. Hey, it's trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco at VolkswagenWaco.com. It's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. 
The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is right around the corner, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows. Before the hot weather gets here, call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. There's finance options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Delhi. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas here on this President's Day. Also, National Tug-of-War Day. I bet Stretch has been in some tug-of-war in his day. He's anchored a few of them. I have been in a few tug-of-wars, believe it or not. I get in one daily with my girlfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> We're step lightly there, Trex. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You go to your church and I'll go to mine. I understand. 100% I understand. Also, National Chocolate Mint Day. That's a good day. I like a little chocolate mint every now and how then. The, how about the ones that they used to give away at uh, – at the Olive Garden, that's the one. Yeah, like those little, those little uh, squares. Yeah, you, 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 you. Uh, it it keeps you from having to eat as many tums, Ward. If you kind of <laughs> chase it down with one of those, that helps, huh? <laughs> helps helps coat the old gut a little bit instead of having uh, having the uh, having, having that belch reflux from that from that marinara sauce oh man all right there you go a couple of national days today and president's day and a lot of people off today and hope you're enjoying your uh, vacation and uh spending some time with us here in the press box stretch the combine is right around the corner the nfl draft is right around the corner and and, and there's some guys that you feel like could 
really helped themselves at the combine and helped their draft position as well. Yeah, I think it's something we need to, and we will be talking so much about is, you know, a lot of people don't get into, you know, the the combine. I you know I kind of like it. I think Ward, it is a, it is a when you look at a when you look at a college football player, and 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 I look at it as a pie, right? We have a pie put in front of us. Now, how you choose to cut that pie and what size piece you decide to serve, to me. There is a certain piece of that pie that is the combine. Now, it's a small piece, right? It's that it's that afternoon lunch piece. It isn't that after dinner uh, three quarters of the pie piece because I place a lot of value in watching the film, understanding the film. But you've got to you've got to understand that measurables are a part of the game. They've always been a part of the game, whether we want it to be or not. The measurables in in football are are there and and so uh that's the reason that i i get so uh kind of where i dial in pretty heavily to the combine i like the combine i wish we were uh i I wish we were given access to the interviews where teams bring guys in to interview them so you can you know take a look at their football acumen you can understand what they what they understand about the game uh you can take a look at how they handle themselves in a meeting i think that's a very big piece uh of that of that process but when we you know when you start initially to look at this we want to look right off the bat at the most magnified position that there is which is the quarterback position and we know from a draft order standpoint how many how many teams right now in the top 10 are looking for a quarterback now here's what I think it's to be intriguing is the teams that don't need a quarterback say that's Arizona at four there. They, you know, if they think they're good with Kyler Murray, uh, the chargers at five are obviously good uh, with, with where they're going from a quarterback standpoint and what they want to do. And that's why they brought Harbaugh in. Uh, now, do they look at trading those picks because it is such a quarterback heavy and I think really good quarterback draft. So when when we think about the combine, I want to see what does Caleb Williams, I want to see what he measures. It does matter to me if you're 6'1 or you're 6'4. That, that, that matters to me in today's NFL. Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner. What kind of football acumen does he have drake may from north carolina we you know he's he's kind of everybody's sleeper uh jj mccarthy at michigan who i think uh could be is could be the second the second player gone uh michael Penix, the washington quarterback i'll be interested to see how he checks out at the combine from a uh physical standpoint you know they had talked about he was a little nicked and beat up then there's some guys Ward, who, who don't like a left-handed quarterback, they don't like the left-handed spin of the ball. And so be interesting to see how he climbs up or down that board. Bo Nix, uh, you know, dad played at Auburn. I mean, he, he was the Auburn kid. Then as a senior, decides to, you know, decides to go to Eugene, Oregon, where the sun comes out about 30 days a year and, and play his senior year. 
I'll be interested to see how he throws at the combine. Spencer Rattler, the, the Oklahoma, initially Oklahoma committee, went to South Carolina. Yeah, you know, he had a decent senior bowl. Uh, the quarterback at Tulane, Michael Pratt, I, I want to see how he does. And then Jordan Travis, the Florida State quarterback who was hurt. And quite frankly, I think that injury kept them from being able to get into the college football playoff. Uh, uh, Tonga Vailoa, I mean, the, the, the Tua's brother that's at Maryland, another left-handed kid. I mean, we'll, we'll see how they how – they, uh, you know, how they stack up and, and, and how it goes through the combine. But I'm, I'm very interested to see because I think there are going to be multiple NFL teams who are, who are going to be interested in moving up in this draft. And when you think of the Bears, they have two picks in the first nine. So that's, a, that's to me, that's a franchise who could immediately turn around in a year. Do they? Don't they hang on to Justin Fields? Uh I think that's that's yet to be seen. And then what would a team maybe trade you for Justin Fields? Might someone want to step into there and take him? And then all of a sudden, now Chicago might get another pick kind of in that top 15 range. So I think it's going to be a very interesting offseason to see how this shakes out and, and to see these quarterbacks. And my sleeper, quite frankly, in all of this is, is J.J. McCarthy. I think he is – I think he's a heck of a player. Um, I, I want to see how he measures at the combine, and certainly I want to see how he throws. Even though they're throwing on air, to me, you can see a lot of the trajectory of the ball. You can see how the ball comes out of his hand in those situations. Uh, we've stud- I've studied film on all of these guys, so I'm going to be interested to see again how it how how they look w- when they go to Indianapolis and how they're and how they're measurables. Uh, stack up against one another i understand the things that they can do on the field at the combine but is the most important thing that they can do that entire week is the interview oh i i think that there's something as a quarterback yes i think there is something to be said for how you handle yourself in a leadership meeting standpoint i think that's very I think that's very uh, valuable. Um, I think it tells a lot about a person's uh, confidence and ability to get up on a whiteboard in front of the coaches and and, and, and not just get up there and draw X's and O's like you're playing tic-tac-toe. I'm talking about telling me who's who, um, being able to explain. Being able to read a coverage. Yeah, being able to explain levels of safeties, leverage of corners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, understanding fronts, understanding a light box versus a heavy box if you're a team that wants to, uh, say, be heavy into the RPO game, understanding uh, and, and being able to communicate that word. You understand this as a football coach. I mean, being able to speak a language – and come off the field and say, you know what, I didn't like this because I felt like the Sam linebacker was doing X. Or I didn't like this front because they initially lined up in a bare front, which is covering the center and both guards, and all of a sudden they stemmed to that. I think all of those things are so important, and you have to be able to verbalize that. And when you start talking about paying these quarterbacks the kind of money they get paid, you better be able to get yourself in that 
position and be able to lead a football team. And so I've always been enamored with um, that particular style of being able to communicate the game. And I think these guys coming out of college now are are so advanced. The learning curve is so sped up, um, even for, you know, somebody like my son, who's a junior in high school. I mean, he can tell you an under and over front. He can tell you what a bare front looks like. He can tell you what, you know, a linebacker heavy in the box or is he hipped out. He can tell you leverage. And so I think all of those things go into uh, understanding how to play the position, understanding how to communicate, and, 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 and most of all, understanding how to lead, Ward. And I think that if you look at this class, there's guys that can be able to do that. My question is, in this class stretch, you've evaluated a lot of quarterbacks. You've watched a lot of film. Is there a franchise quarterback in this draft? A true franchise that can change the directory of a franchise? Yeah, I I think – I believe there's more than one. I think think, – I believe Jaden Daniels is a, is a, is a real talent. Now I think it, you know, I, I do. I want to put him in the fire right now. I don't know. I think JJ McCarthy is has an incredible uh, skill set. The fact that he played for Jim Harbaugh, who understands how to coach that position, understands uh, all the nuances of that position. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm intrigued with Bo Nix and. You know, everybody knows Caleb Williams' talent and uh, what he can do. I've always been a little – I want to what, – what's the term I want to use, Ward? I'm a little skeptical of quarterbacks that come out of that, of that particular system uh, that Caleb Williams was in, mm-hmm. that Mike Leach, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley, that, the, that, that, the air that tree – yeah, that scares me just a little bit. So, uh, but I think he's very talented, and I think that uh, you know we've seen uh, Pat Mahomes be able to come out of the air raid and be able to do what he has done. So it's already been, you know, the trailblazer is there. Can, can he follow that? And can he, you know, can he being Caleb Williams, can he transition from? the college game to the pro game in the same way that Pat Mahomes did coming out of that offense. So, uh, you know, Johnny Manziel did not transition. I mean, we could sit here and go on and on. I, I guess Gardner Minshew has done an okay job, you know, with, with the transition out of that offense. But it, it, it used to be a lot like, you know, the college run and shoot where it was, you know, Klingler and, and Ware and those guys who weren't able – to 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 tra- you know to translate to the NFL, so I think all of that is is so intriguing. And as we watch this combine unfold, we start setting our own draft board up. You know, it, it will be uh, imperative, I think, to know uh, all, all of those measurables and see how these guys come out of that con- you know come out of this year's combine and how they project into the NFL and. And I will be chopping it up a bunch because I, I, I know uh, I know Aaron doesn't like to, but I'm gonna make him whether he wants to or not. <laughs> Stretch, uh, there's been a lot of controversy for years about the the uh, cognition test, but I think the C2 cognitive test is called, and right. especially this year, 
after C.J. Stroud reportedly scored an 18 out of 100 and then still went on to be rookie of the year. And now his agency is telling their clients don't take that test. Do you think that's yeah, going to be a trend it, it, going you know, forward? That, yeah, I think I, – I mean, I think, you know, I think the wonder lick, I mean, understanding what all that's about and, and how to take that test, I, I think I want to say – I, I don't remember who it was, but I, I remember I, – I do remember who it was, and I'm not going to say it on the radio – scored a four on it, and then he played like a four in the too. NFL. So, so uh, I, I do think that there's something to be said for the transitioning of that test. I also know that certain organizations ask, you know, certain questions of guys uh, about certain things that they have been – scolded for and told not to ask those type of questions. I think everybody's trying to find out, hey, what kind of personality do they have? What what it, are they and can they lead? And so I don't have a problem with, you know, taking that, being able to take that Wonderlick test, just like I don't have a problem with checking them out from a physical standpoint. I mean, they're going to have to bring all of their x-rays, all their MRIs, all that has to come in there because it does – play a part in where you're going to um, draft these guys, just like whether we like it or not. I mean, you know, how fast they run in the 40 is going to play a part in that. Now, how big a piece of pie is it? Every GM puts a little different, uh, you know, puts their own spin on it and makes it uh, their own cut of that piece of pie. So uh, all of those things to me are things that as you watch and, and with the way that, you know, they cover the combine now. I think it's – I really do. I think it's intriguing to watch and it's fun to watch. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see these quarterbacks. I'm ready to see – I'm ready to see positionally a bunch of things. I like watching the defensive line. I, I, li- I like seeing how many guys uh, – how many reps guys can get at 225. That's always – you know, that, that, that's always intrigued me. So, uh, I, I'll never forget when I was in – when I was in college – Steve McMichael coming back and 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 he, he did 225 50 times. I said it right, 50. I couldn't. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? And the and the coach from New England who had come in there to test him, he you know he gets 48, 49, 50, and 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 uh, the coach from the the, the Patriots. Uh, God, I can I can see his I can, I can see him as the defensive line coach there forever. I can see his face. I'm drawing a blank on his name. He said, oh, "That's plenty." And at 51, McMichael threw the bar up over the back of the damn rack, and it, it went all the way back. He said, "I had about 10 more in me," <laughs> and, and you just go, "Holy cow!" Now you know he was only pressing it about six inches because he had short arms. But uh, boy, we I. I I hope Steve gets gets healthy. That's a, that's a terrible it's a terrible disease he's got with that ALS. But I'm telling you, one of the strongest guys I've ever been around, and I I, I was just stood there watching him that day when he did 225, and I was it was shocking. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm I think I think all of that plays a part in what and how the combine ha- has come about, and certainly strength, speed, it, it still matters. It's just how big a piece of pie that is. You, you talked about Caleb Williams and where he came from and the offense he comes out of. And one of the knocks about that offense stretch is those quarterbacks just don't know the route tree. And sometimes it's a disadvantage for the receivers because they don't know the route tree. And that's why they have a difficult time 
connecting and making the advancement into the NFL. For Patrick Mahomes to be able to do it, I think that there's one denominator that nobody else has had coming out of that system, and that's Andy Reid. He changed Pat Mahomes. He didn't completely put reins on him, but he helped him understand the route tree, and that's the biggest difference in Pat Mahomes right now. Well, and I I think, yeah, and I also think that he incorporated some of the things that that Pat Mahomes liked. I mean, he incorporated some of those deep overthrows. He incorporated some of those sit-down-in-window comfort level um, throws, and he also had really good players that could understand what to do in that system. So, yes, I think there's a combination of things. I think when you when you think about taking a guy, you have to, you know, you have to do some of the things that that quarterback is comfortable doing and some of the things that he likes and being able to um, put together those uh, those route combinations. You know, it's not just today's NFL is not just, hey, we're going to run comeback, we're going to run a dig, we're going to run a post corner, we're going to run a slant, you know, we're going to run a hitch. There are so many other things that, that guys are doing, and, and uh, you know, it's it, whether, whether we like it or not, it's, it is some of the Madden, uh, some of the Madden routes that now, now – Here's the thing: you better be able to protect that guy too. So you can you can run all those forty-yard deep overs you want. If you're not protecting your quarterback, it doesn't make a rip. So it all it, it, it all fits together, and 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 being able to have a guy who can be able to transition, you know, from the college game to the pro game, and and then hopefully, you know, your quarterback coach. And your head coach are able to bring some of the things that you're comfort, comfortable with, and some of the ha- have some of that comfort level. If you're the Bears and you have the first pick in the draft, do you do you move away from Justin Fields? And and who would you take out of these top five? Is it I, is it Caleb Williams? Is it Daniels? Is it McCarthy? Who can change that franchise right now? I, I personally would not move away from Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields has been in multiple offensive systems. I think if you Settle him down. He's as good as anybody. I, I, if I was in Chicago's shoes, I'd look at trading that pick, knowing I've got another pick at nine, and picking up multiple players. That team needs more than a quarterback. It needs multiple players. And so if I was Chicago, I'd, I'd, I'd go that way. But you, you have to think that the reason that Dan Quinn hired – Cliff Kingsbury in Washington was because Cliff Kingsbury was an offensive assistant last year at USC with Lincoln Riley and has a familiarity with Caleb Williams. And certainly you you know their eyeball in that situation and hoping that Caleb has a comfort level to, uh, you know, to be able to say even, you know, do what uh, Manning did when he didn't want to go to the, to the Chargers. Just, just kind of forcing the hand of the Bears. So uh, it's all going to be really intriguing and interesting to watch as we start looking at breaking, not only breaking down this position, but breaking down what teams are going to do, Ward, and how they, you know, how they value uh, certain players. I mean, New England sitting at three. I think they got a really good quarterback in Mac Jones, a really good quarterback who went to the Pro Bowl as a rookie. And they, you know, for whatever reason, 
Bill Belichick decided to bring Matt Patricia in after Josh McDaniels had taken the the job with the Raiders. I mean, I can never explain that, bringing a defensive guy in to be the offensive coordinator, bringing a kicking game coach from the had been a head coach with the Giants and Joe Judge to be the quarterback coach, and you wonder why Mac Jones is taking a step backwards. I, I, I would sit tight and do everything I could to put better players around Mac Jones. So, you know, they're, they're at three. We've talked about Arizona four, probably not in the quarterback market. Chargers at five, probably not in the quarterback market. And then the Giants at six. I mean, what what are the Giants going to do? I mean, you, you have to think, you know, they've given Daniel Jones ample opportunity. Yeah, Tennessee behind them, you got to think they're moving on from Ryan Tannehill. So, yeah, it's it, it, these these guys are going to be taking a run at these quarterbacks in these top seven picks, unlike anything we've seen in a long time. Ward, you mentioned Cliff Kingsbury being at Washington as the offensive coordinator after being briefly with the Raiders as the same position flips over and goes to Washington. If Caleb Williams goes to Washington at that second pick, does that really worry you? Because Kingsbury's offense hadn't worked in the NFL so far. I mean, it, does it worry me as a, as a Cowboys analyst? Not really. <laughs> uh, does it worry me that uh, Washington uh, is, is going to compete next year, uh, you know, with winning the division? I think it takes more than one guy. Uh, I do believe that's absolutely the, 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 the uh, path that the that that the command I want to say Redskins I just it just sounds so I hard do to too say Commander Scott sounds so hard but it it seems the likely path that the Commanders will go is and that's the reason that they hired Cliff Kingsbury so does it concern me uh, not at all is that the direction that I think they'll go it is the direction I think they'll go no oh, I think you're 100 percent right I think it's exactly why he's in Washington right now is for the chance to get Caleb Williams but again. If I'm a Cowboy fan, okay, fine. And until you prove me that you can do it on this level, that's that's where we're going to sit. I, I don't think that that's a, a concern for anybody because it just hasn't worked. And, and, oh, by the way, he had Pat Mahomes in Lubbock. What did he do there? Yeah. And and we thirteen and nineteen, and I've we've heard that. Hey, he scored sixty points some games. He didn't have. But you gave up seventy. No, I, I I get it. And I'm going to apply it to what happened in the NFL. He he took the job of the Arizona Cardinals. He had you know he had always touted wanting Kyler Murray. Uh, they got Kyler Murray, and and with his time there, were average as a bowl of grits. So what tells me that anything's going to be different at Washington? I, nothing right now. So uh, I, I think it's more a question of can Dan Quinn get that defense playing better and, you know, will Caleb Williams be available at number two? And I'm sure if he is, that's exactly the direction the Redskins are going to go because of Cliff Kingsbury's familiarity with Caleb Williams. Good stuff, Stretch, as we get closer and closer to the Combine and the NFL Draft. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk some Aggies as uh, we'll have Jeff Tarpley from Aggies 247 find out what the pulse is in College Station. But next, it's Stephanie Sports Talk right here on the Press Box. 
Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. It's with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657, and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 1648 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. 
sofa doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. Ta-da. <laughs> that's as close as I can get. That's as close as that's your Stephanie impersonation. <laughs> Welcome back to the press box. This is Stephanie Sports Talk here on this President's Day on a Monday. And Stephanie is um well, she's under the weather a little bit, so she's not with us. So Aaron and I are gonna sit in on Stephanie Sports Talk uh this afternoon. Uh we appreciate uh all the sponsors for Stephanie Sports Talk, and uh, she'll be back with us sooner than later. Wanted to look at something uh, with you, Aaron, that you came up with, and 10 wild sports that would instantly make the Olympics better. Okay. All right? And the first one that you and I both looked at, <laughs> it just absolutely, and they say it's a real possibility for Paris in 2024. I'm not buying that. And I know that Stephanie would buy it because it's on the Googles, but right. I'm not buying this, but it's called chess boxing. <laughs> That's kind of counterintuitive. It, it is a because game. Because the, the more boxing that goes on, the worse you're going to do The worse you're going to do in chess, yes. I would think. I, I guess that's part of the strategy, though. <laughs> Maybe. It's a hybrid game of, you guessed it, boxing and chess, and it sees the contestants competing in 11 alternating rounds of chess and boxing in the <laughs> ultimate battle. <laughs> That's, okay. The rounds last three minutes for boxing and four minutes for chess. Uh, first played in 1992. I'm I'm not sure that I would stop down for that. I might just to see what it's about, but I don't think it's uh I don't think it's really. Does it have a chance in the Olympics? Is what I'm asking. No, okay. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> All right. It would defend you, their uh, sensibilities, I believe. <laughs> I would think it would, too. We've got hockey on TV today for President's Day, some afternoon games, and another sport that they say would obviously make the Olympics better right off the bat. How about underwater hockey? You want to play that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I'd, otherwise known I, as I would probably, Octopush. <laughs> I would probably be better at it, considering you don't I've have never skate? been on ice with skates. Yeah, so I'm assuming that I would just immediately destroy both of my ankles if I ever did that. Mm, yeah. You use a smaller hockey stick in this. Um, breathing becomes a challenge, it says. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I would think you're underwater, yeah. It, it might yeah. be a challenge. That, that's, probably the, uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge of... of Water hockey is the breathing, yes. Yes. The venue is a swimming pool. Uh, this was first played in 1954. Who are the people that came up with, hey, you know what? Let's just jump in this pool and play hockey underneath the uh, water for the next, you know, hour or so. I don't, that's not something that I think that would be uh, an Olympic sport, in my opinion. 
Just don't no. think it's going to. No, that's not, not going to take off. That's not going to happen. All right. You've seen this sport. And you know what? This sport has really, I, I guess, gained some traction because of social media and everything else that goes along with it. But first played in the 2000s, early 2000s, and originated in Russia. And they want to have an Olympic sport as competitive slapping. Now that may, I don't think it'll make the Olympics, but it's definitely getting bigger. Uh, it, it really is. The company that, I don't know if Dana White personally bought it or the company that owns UFC bought slap fighting, the slap fighting organization. Right. But they did, and they think it's going to be huge. I don't like it, but. It just seems silly to me. It, yeah. I mean, it seems kind of silly and pointless. Like who can take the hardest hits? I think we're probably should be beyond that at this point, you know, yeah. like without defense. I'm not, I love boxing. I love MMA. That's totally different. Well, yeah, sl- there's a strategy there. Yeah, slap this boxing, just- you're standing there and seeing <laughs> if you can not get knocked out by the guy slapping you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pain and suffering is all it is. Sure. You just stand there, and if you can stand it, you, uh, you know, you might, might win a gold medal. It's slap fighting. All right, how about this one? And I wouldn't be opposed to this. I don't I don't think, but I don't know that it's an Olympic sport, let's be honest. But a dunk contest. You in on that? No. I, I think everybody's over dunk contests, don't you? Like well, there's, there's just it's there's only so many you can do and it's been done so long and they they did all the great ones so early, too. Right. Like, there hadn't been anyone come, like, Steph Curry totally changed the way people shoot because he started shooting from the logo, and he was de- accurate doing mm-hmm. it. So people started shooting from much further out. Now they, you know, they're st- shooting from inside the half-court line now. Right. I, I think it, it, it'll go along those same lines. I think it's went along those. Yeah, sorry, I, I don't think it has went along those same lines with uh, dunk contest because I don't think it can. You know, there's only so much you could do with a 10-foot high rim, and I think they've done pretty much all of it. I I agree. I don't know that it's Olympic sport. I, you know, was a little bit disappointed. Stretch and I talked about it earlier as your dunk contest winner is not even an NBA player right now. So, I mean, I think it's it's lost its shine. And when you don't have the best of the best out there doing it, it's really not worth watching. And I don't know that you're going to get them to participate in a dunk contest in the Olympics, of all things. How about slam ball? Okay. They want that in the Olympics, and it's a game that combines trampolines, basketball, and you try to score in four different nets. The bigger the air and the bigger the dunks, and you can uh, look at that as a – combination between basketball and trampoline you do tricks and you go one-on-one i i'm out i don't want to see that now here's one that stretch would probably be really good at beer pong (laughs) i wonder stretch i think stretch would be good at that (laughs) (laughs) 
the competitive party game about beer pong and being in the Olympics. Now, look, I, I've seen a lot of people play beer pong. Never really participated in it myself, but you know, it's a it's a big party game, and you even have beer pong setups out on patios now. You know, the patio is the the big thing to do uh, at the night spot nowadays, and they they play beer pong all night long. But I'm not sure that it would keep me engaged for an Olympic sport to watch beer pong. <laughs> I'd be more interested in who, who, who could belch the loudest after <laughs> pounding it down. That might be even a better deal. Yeah. All right. How about a fireball soccer? You get a soccer ball and you light it on fire and you just start kicking it around <laughs> while the soccer ball is on fire. Now, I might stop down and watch a little bit of that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the goalie. I know that. <laughs> no. Fireball. Who comes up with this stuff? And then we've heard of this before. It first played in 2014 in all places, Austin, Texas. And it's called the Beer Mile. And you run a mile, and in between every lap, you have to down a beer of 12 ounces, and then you can run your second lap. And then down a beer. In between every lap, you have to down a beer. And the Beer Mile is a... wanting to be an Olympic sport straight out of Austin, Texas. Stretch, you've ever run a beer mile? No, I, 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 and, I, and I have no interest in that. I guess my initial thought would be what, what kind of beer? Are you drinking one of those, like, motor oil <laughs> bottles of Guinness? Is that the kind or a, or a, one of those uh, Shiner box that's like Ooh. the stuff you put in that BMW you ride around in, Ward? That would be my question. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I don't. It does not say what type of beer you have to uh, consume, and I would I would bet wherever the beer mile is being run, it's going to be the beer who sponsors the event, and that's the beer they're going to use. But yeah, you're right. If it's the heavy stuff, you may be in trouble. Oh, can you imagine having to drink one of those? What is that Australian beer? I mean, it's just like. The big Fosters? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine trying to hammer one of those? It's like drinking a stew, isn't it? Again? I mean, it, that, that, that doesn't intrigue me at all, no. the beer mile. Whoever came up with that ought to think about either a frontal lobotomy or a bottle in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. Stephanie Sports Talk here on this Monday. Stephanie will be back with us soon. Coming up next, we'll get back into some of the – NFL and NBA, plus we're going to talk Aggies coming up at the quarter of the hour. That's next on the Press Box. Baylor, Big 12 basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears stay on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Provo to take on BYU Tuesday. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, when you get that tax refund check, don't blow it. Shop the big trade-in day sales event happening right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. Come on. Tax time, car time. And we've got a great selection of brand spanking new Volkswagen Taos, Jetta, Tiguan, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. It's happening right now. Trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. Hey, look, it's a better place. 
It's a better way to buy a car. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, project managers and estimators. Plus, they're offering summer internships. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, a $1 differential pay is offered for evening shifts. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefit plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, and 401K. Full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. On this Monday, President's Day, we'll talk some Aggies coming up in just a few minutes. But hockey going on today for President's Day. Right now, Anaheim on top of Buffalo, 4-3 to three at the end of the second. Dallas tied at one apiece with Boston. And Toronto and uh, Seattle sitting at zero uh, in the just starting the second period of play. So a little afternoon hockey on President's Day. A lot more games uh, all day long. I mean, there's a full slate of hockey coming up. If you're a uh, NHL fan, you you found a good a good sweet spot for today on President's Day uh, as well. Uh, stretch, Rick Pitino. Just absolutely, after the eighth loss in the past ten games, he absolutely destroyed his team. I mean, can you really do that in nowadays and age? Uh, you know what? I, I question whether you could, Ward. I, I I guess you can. I mean, that's why they hired him at St. John's to – to come in there and win games, and you know what he said. I, I've seen enough of this. Uh, I've seen enough of uh, of this team, and yeah, he went out and ripped them. I don't know what surprises me more: him doing that in this day and age, or the L.A. Dodgers. I'm sorry, the L.A. Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon. He he makes uh, he signed a seven year contract for two hundred and forty five million dollars. Ward. And he came out and said, baseball has never been a top priority for me. He said, it's a way I make a living. (laughs) Now, I don't know. What surprises me more is Patino, we know what he is. I mean, he's a a three-piece suit wearing savant from a basketball standpoint. And he come out and just ripped this team, but I'd say I'm a little more shocked that Anthony Rendon comes out and says baseball is not a top priority to me. I get it. Faith, your family, all of those things are important, but to make the statement it's never been a top priority, ah, you know, hey, your faith, your family, Okay, then baseball, is that what you're saying? And is it a close one, two, and three? Because, oh, by the way, i gotta, I, I got to pay those bills. i got to make sure those four kids I got do have an opportunity to succeed. I, I just think that's an interesting comment, and, and it'll be interesting to see how the Angels fans uh, react to him uh, knowing that, you know, he, he's made that statement. A little bit shocking to me, Ward. Well, and for him to make that statement, I, I get it. I, I agree with you. But that's for him, and he's on his own in that situation. For Rick Pitino to do what he did and say, this is the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching, and just rip his players, in this day and age, I don't know that you can get away with that if you're Rick Pitino. Now, look, he's been through some stuff before. Let's not get that wrong. And he's kind of on a revived opportunity for him, but – in today's day and age, with the transfer portal the way it is and NIL the way it is, he may not have anybody to fill a uniform here for long. He may be he may be recruiting a whole new team, <laughs> and maybe that's what he wants to do. <laughs> that would have been my question. Are you trying to run these guys out of here? Because the way today's transfer portal is, you're right. 
I mean, is this what you're looking to do? You're looking to get rid of these guys and, and get – and maybe that's what he's doing, Ward. Maybe he's just doing it in a little different way. Maybe instead of, instead of telling them, I don't have a scholarship for you next year, maybe he just comes out and rips them like he did yesterday in a press conference. I, I think I think it's uh, it's uh, for sure interesting. And we know how coaches have, have had an issue with the transfer portal. portal. Some guys – some coaches have had issues with NIL, so – I don't know. Maybe this is uh, maybe this is a little bit of that reverse psychology. Ward, I mean, you, you took that class at Texas Tech. That well, or they call it zoology. Which one did you take <laughs> when you were at Tech? Both. <laughs> <laughs> and made an A in both, by the way. Congratulations. G- graduated summa cum laude. Hey, congratulations. No, but I, I do think there's there's something to be said for, you know, he. I, I believe he's. He's trying to send an underhanded, backhanded. We'll go back to that. How tough or how hard can you take a slap? Maybe he's just giving him the verbal slap right across the snot box. I don't know. Well, and and look, I probably wouldn't have had a whole lot of problem with it years ago because of the fact that the transfer portal wasn't wide open. But now you have to tread so lightly. I'm just surprised that he did this because in today's age, the soft society we have. They're going to take their ball and play somewhere else. If they they just they can't take that kind of criticism. Is that is that your backhanded whack the soft society we have mm-hmm. right now? Hey, hey, something to be said for that. Just like there's something to be said for uh, when they do figure out how soft you are, board. You're, you're you're putting uh putting a double helping of that Tabasco on everything you get to eat. Give you a little give you a little bark to your bite for crying out loud. I. Uh, I, I, I've always liked Rick Pitino. I think he, I think he, everywhere he's ever been, he kind of carries himself a certain way. He's done. A, he, he's a heck of a basketball coach. He understands the game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to know kind of off the record <laughs> what, what uh, uh, coach. What really is your message here? Are you really? Are you really going at? Are you really going at your team? Or are you just disgusted with how they're playing? And that's the question. I mean, it may be a motivational thing, but I mean, again, you, you, he sounded it, pretty, <laughs> he sounded pretty mad and definitive. Like yes. these guys can't play. And he even like described like, yeah, they just can't get vertical. They they're in, he basically said they're incapable. <laughs> and, and again, it's just, we're, we, this is not Bobby Knight's basketball world anymore that we live in. Right. I mean, it's just <laughs> no. not and no. rest in peace, Bobby, but still, I mean, that was a different time and place that you could get away with chastising your team. <laughs> uh, the thought, the thought of, I'm, I'm, I'm giggling at the thought of Bobby Knight picking up a chair and whipping it across the court. I mean, I don't, I don't even <laughs> – that, that was shocking then. It certainly would stagger some people now. Oh, there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. It, it's just – it's it's different. It, it, it is. I And I don't, I don't know that this is going to motivate his team to be any better or not. But, I mean, I, I, I think he's going to have some, some guys just say, you know what, the heck with Coach, I'm out of here. Oh, a hundred percent. There's some guys right now while you and I are doing a radio show, they're, they're in there. They're in there entering their information into the transfer portal. There's no question about it. I mean, no doubt. And and that's a sad thing in my opinion. Sure. It's sad. It it is sad, but I think what's more sad is, is that, you know, 
our society is soft enough that they can't handle the constructive criticism uh, of a coach. And you know this. I mean, the most influential people, I would – and I haven't even ever asked you this question. I guarantee you the answer. The most influential people in your life are your mom and your dad and your high school coaches. And that's how, that's how it is. It's been that way for a long time. So, I, I mean – I'm sure he's trying to shape their character as much as he can, knowing that he's got a limited basketball team and he's got a certain kind of little degree of red ass that says, "Boy, we're not, we're not, we're not playing very well." Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. It's it's a shame that that's where we're at, but you know, I I think he needs to tread. Tread lightly, and we shouldn't have to tread lightly as much as we do. Jeff Tarpley, Aggies 247, coming up next on the Press Box. Baylor Bear Baseball, all season long with Derek Smith and Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears play their home opener Tuesday at Baylor Ballpark, hosting the Lamar Cardinals. 3.45 for the warm-up show, 4 p.m. first pitch for Baylor Lamar Baseball Tuesday. Follow the Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Just like any good coach, we are recruiting new members. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, offering personal signing bonuses like free reward checking, refunds on ATMs nationwide, direct deposit available up to two days early, and jumbo rate CDs. It's time to sign with the winner. Go online at firstcentralcu.com or try First Central's free mobile app. Member NCUA. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. 
and now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, project managers and estimators. Plus, they're offering summer internships. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, a $1 differential pay is offered for evening shifts. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefit plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, and 401k. Full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this President's Day. Glad to have you along. Let's talk some Aggies with Jeff Tarpley from 247. Jeff, how are we doing today? Doing great, guys. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Appreciate the time uh, here on this Monday. And for the Aggies, we're getting closer to spring football. And what's this Mike Elko transition going to look like to Aggie fans, in your opinion? They're going to have a lot of new faces in the spring. Uh, they they had quite a few transfers. They lost a few guys in the NFL draft. They brought in a bunch of guys who should theoretically be able to help them, their experience. Uh, I, I think also this you're going to see a different culture in College Station. Uh, mm-hmm. There's been an emph- emphasis on accountability and availability and physicality that was lacking under Jimbo Fisher. And Jimbo Fisher brought in a lot of talent, but once that talent got to College Station, the demands that were made on it weren't sufficient for what you have to do to be a force in the SEC. Uh, had the great season in 2020, kind of downhill from there. And now Elko is going to try to elevate the program. 
by elevating those items that are important to him and are important to teams that, that win in the SEC. Talking with Jeff Tarpley from Texas 247. Jeff, how great how Mike Elko has filled out his coaching staff compared to what uh, Jimbo had had there. I mean, the differences, offensive philosophy, defensive philosophy, have they shared much uh, going into that before they really hit the field for spring ball? Yeah, you're allowed via the NCAA rules. You're you're allowed to uh, conduct things to where the players have an idea of what you know what's going to happen. Um, they're you know classroom type setting, that type of thing where you're talking about your your installs and your systems and that kind of thing, and, and all that's important, but. but what they're going to be doing from here on out is there's going to be a lot of accountability and you're going to, you're not just going to get things done on the field. You're also going to have to get them done off the field, the weight room, the classroom, those rooms are going to be, you know, the meeting rooms, those things are going to be very, very important for this football program going forward. And in terms of the scheme, Colin Klein, uh, everybody, thinks the world of this guy. Uh, he's he's considered to be a ro- up-and-coming guy, a rock star, a guy who will be a head coach himself very, very quickly. Physical brand of football, lot, he, he will throw multiple tight ends out there and throw the football. He'll get you in four wides, and then he'll run the football. He's a very physical approach, but he'll surprise you and show you one thing and then do another. And on defense... Uh, Elko's, I've written a series, just uh, minutia, uh, detail on how Elko conducts business on third down, his zone pressures, his ability to get pressure by creating favorable matchups. But on first and second down, he's a guy that's going to play a lot of one high and three high looks, and they're going to get people in the box, and they're going to stop the run, and they're going to be, again, they're going to be physical at the line of scrimmage and make you have to work for things get down the field, and eventually you make a mistake, you have a penalty, you turn over the football, and Elko gets his unit off the field. Jeff Tarpley from Texags 247. Jeff, uh, talk to us a little bit about what and how Co- uh, Coach Elko has managed the transfer portal, kind of who's coming in, some trigger names that you think we ought to look for going into spring ball. It's interesting. They've got guys like Des Ricks, who was a very high-profile five-star recruit at Alabama. He's transferred in. He's a cornerback. He's long. He's athletic. And that's what Elko wants out of his guys on the back end of the defense. Longer guys that, you know, if they have to get you at the line of scrimmage, they can make you really feel that jam, really redirect you. Safeties that are big, that can, you know, they got a lot of length and tackle in the open field. Uh, make plays down the field with their, you know, with their length, jumping ability. Uh, you know, the they've got a guy. I think Trey Jones, who's a safety, uh, transferred in from Central Michigan. He's a big guy. He's kind of in that Damani Richardson, uh, not necessarily a clone, but in that classification where you're talking about a big guy, almost linebacker size, who can really come into the box. EJ Smith. Uh, the son of Emmett Smith, a very, very good pass catcher out of the backfield. Pass protection. He'll certainly aid A&M in, in that regard. 
maybe the prize guy, uh, not in terms of recruiting ratings coming out of high school, is Nick Scowerton, who is a Brian native, ironically enough, went up to Purdue, led the Big Ten of sacks, has come home, so to speak. A little bit different guy. He's not a guy who beats you off the edge of quickness. He's listed anywhere from 260, 280 pounds. He gets his hands up. He's a very powerful guy. Gets his hands up, walks you back into the quarterback. And he's being counted on to fill that edge role uh, that opened up when Fidel Diggs left the, you know, transferred out. So he's a guy that, you know, is going to be able to give you a pass rush right away. And Elko kind of wants those guys. He wants guys, you know, to contain a little bit, you know, keep make the quarterback feel things so maybe you don't get the sack. But the ball comes out and it's incomplete. It's batted down. A lot of other, a lot of other things happen to it. And so as a result, you're getting off the field just like you would with a sack. And Scourton can help them immensely in the in that regard. Uh, talking with Jeff Tarpley again, Aggie football at 247. Jeff, did did Elko retain anybody from Jimbo Fisher's staff uh, to, to, to help in the transition? He's got a few guys uh, that will, you know, internally uh, that will help him out. And but mostly he's bringing in his own guys. He's brought in quite a few guys from Duke. And they're running this program on, uh, on you know, what you would call the uh, back room, so to speak, of the offices. He's, he's running this program more like an NFL program uh, in, in terms of their evaluations, uh, you know, that type of thing. And I think you're going to see – a different type of eval going forward from A&M. A&M really focused on getting highly rated kids, very athletic kids. Elko is going to want guys that fit, that will want to work hard, accept their roles, and go out there and, again, not just do the right things on Saturdays, but do the right things the other six days of the week to maximize what he's put, you know, what maximizes the program and the effort level and the quality of play that they're going to have on Saturdays. Jeff Tarpley, Aggies 247, with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, and you talk about this offense and, and how it's going to look different, but do they still have the playmakers and do they have some of those playmakers coming in from the transfer portal that's going to elevate how this offense is being able to execute. The guys they brought in at wide out, uh, they can really get down the field. Uh, they're all about six feet tall. Uh, they're big playmakers, whether regardless of whether they're operating from the slot or from the outside. One guy to keep an eye on is Jade Walker, who came in was a transfer last year from Grand Valley State. Not only was a downfield threat for A&M, he had a couple of 100-yard uh, receiving games off the top of my head, best of my recollection. But uh, he also developed into a guy who could convert third downs. He, under, he, he, he morphed into someone who could figure out how to get open, who could go up, make tough catches with length and, and, and jumping ability. So he's going to be able to do that. 
Uh, another guy, Donovan Green, who the tight end, he missed all of last season. He was a very, he was a quality player as a freshman. Uh, he's someone who you get him out there in space, and he's a big guy, and he moves well, and he catches the ball really well. You get him out there in space and get him on the goal line, he's going to be able to do some things for you. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, they've tried. One of the things I was told was they really wanted to get stronger as a program, that they feel like their athleticism, you know, on, on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, is is where they want it to be. I think they what they want to do is get stronger as a program, get more physical as a program, be able to run the ball better than what they have been the last couple of years. And if they can do all that, given the 2024 schedule, which is pretty favorable for the Aggies, they could be. I, I most people have just kind of based on the hype that the uh, 2022 recruiting class and 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 some of the other recruiting classes in College Station. They didn't, you know, they didn't get it done on the field, so everybody's kind of forgotten about them. So you could call them a surprise team for 2024, but at some point, that talent combined with the experience they brought in from the transfer portal, it, it, it seems like you add to the schedule that they're going to do better than what people expect in Elko's first season. Talk to us a little bit, Jeff, about quarterback depth heading into spring ball. What, how do you, how do you see that shaking out with Colin Colin Klein again, a, a former Kansas State quarterback, understanding that position? Talk to us about the depth and and how you see that unfolding in spring ball. Well, it's really interesting. A uh, and M because of injury, they wound up playing all four quarterbacks that they had on the roster, uh, and they got a lot. You know, when they play, they got a lot out of them. In fact. Marcel Reed goes out and, and has a really good game against Oklahoma State. He had to come off the bench after Jalen Henderson got hurt uh, on the uh, on the opening possession of that bowl game. Then you look back at Henderson. He had took over uh, when Max Johnson got hurt, and Henderson's mobility, you know, he could he could move around and get the ball off, and it made a big difference. A and M's offense looked a lot different with him than they than it did with Johnson, who wasn't quite as mobile. Johnson, in turn, had to take over for Connor Wegman. Wegman's a former five-star. Wegman's got a lot of tools, good arm, mobility. Uh, he, he got hurt early on, and unfortunately, he's you know he's working his way back. I think they expect him back for spring ball, although what percentage he's going to be ready, I, I don't know if he's quite 100% yet, and, they may, and, and even if he is, they may take a, a cautious approach with him. Henderson was injured in the bowl game, so they may take a cautious approach with him. But this is a quarterback room that you look at it, it's kind of like, you had, you know, you had Reed, who was a freshman, you had Henderson, who was a Fresno State transfer, eight throws uh, in, his career, in his career out there at Fresno State before he got to College Station. Yeah, Wigman, who was actually beat all these guys out as a starter. So you've got a really, you know, a quarterback room that can be really, really good for them. And it's going to make it tough. You know, it, it, Wigman's got all the tools and everybody really likes him. But Henderson and Reed are, you know, if they can improve their mechanics and mobility, you know, and, and uh, delivery, these guys could really challenge Wigman. And so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how available these guys are in the spring, what they can do. Because I, there's no question. 
they're going to take this quarterback competition to August. Based on what we saw last year, they're going to have to. Henderson, for example, had the highest passer rating on the team, and if he would have had enough attempts, he would have been, I think, the third best passer in the SEC. So you can't just sit there and go, a five-star coming back, that's our guy. That's not possible with this quarterback room, and that's a good thing for A&M. Jeff, with the Longhorns coming into the SEC and you look up on the schedule and when it's announced, you get Texas November 30th at Kyle Field. What was the feeling like for Aggie fans around College Station when that was released? It's what everybody wanted, you know. I think everybody had a lot of trepidation about bringing the horns in at first when when the news broke in in the summer of 2021. However, A&M gets the game at home. Uh, and while Texas, yes, had a much better season last year than A&M, A&M is a – they have experience now via the transfer portal. Uh, they've still got the bulk of the 2022 recruiting class intact. It's a very, very talented class. And they've got confidence that they've got a coaching staff in place now led by Elko who's going to install the type of culture that's going to enable them to – you know, not just compete with Texas, but beat Texas. And in fact, I was talking about that 2024 schedule. A&M faces uh, four teams in the top 11, top 13 of Bill Connolly's uh, SP Plus on ESPN. They get all four of those games at home. And last year, A&M had to go on the road and face Miami. They had to face Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU. And, you know, they also had to play a bowl game away from home. So five of their six losses were away from home. And those were all teams that were ranked at one point or another in the 2023 campaign. 2024 is a different story. You're getting teams that could be ranked, should be ranked uh, highly to start the season. And yet A&M gets all of those teams at home. So that's a big advantage for them. And, And home field, it just can't be overlooked because when you play at home, the energy level is different. The home crowd can sustain you through down times, and I think that that's going to play a role in A&M's ability to rebound from what we've seen the last two to three years and become perhaps more of the program that everybody thinks they should be. Listeners, about where they can find you and what you guys coming out with in the next few weeks, what you're working on. Uh, well, right now I'm <laughs> – I've been doing a, I've just been doing a series on on Mike Elko's third down schemes, what he does, you know, giving people an idea of what to expect from his defenses. I'm going to go into some of the stuff that he does from a defensive standpoint in terms of defending RPOs, which is what the modern college game is all about. It's even even uh, even in the NFL. Uh, I'm also going to look at some of the things that Colin Klein does. We're going to have breakdown, position by position breakdowns, uh, going into spring ball, which starts at, you know, later on in March, with spring game uh, mid to late April. So we're going to have a lot of content coming up. Basketball team is battling for an NCAA tournament, but of course, the baseball team, College World Series a couple of years ago, not not so much last season, but we've got the baseball coverage as well. And everybody's more than welcome to come and take a look at what we do. Jeff Tarpley, Aggies 247, with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, certainly do appreciate the time. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you, guys. You do the same. All right, there he goes. Talk a little Aggies here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, 
You go to the All-Star break, you come out of the All-Star break, you don't have a job. Let's check that out. NBA next on the Press Box. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball continues on the road in Palm Springs, California for the Mary Nutter Classic. Games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday against Notre Dame, Oregon, UC Riverside, UCLA, and Missouri. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear softball on 101.3 FM. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville and Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide Stretch Smith along with you, Aaron Sexton, running the wheels of steel here on a Monday, President's Day. Glad to have you along with us. And Stretch, how do you like going into the All-Star break and come out of the All-Star break for Coach Vaughn and the Brooklyn Nets and say, yeah, well, we no longer need you. You can go ahead and go home. I think, and didn't they just sign him to a multi-year deal at the end of last year? Yes. I'd probably not. I probably wouldn't feel very bad. I'd be like, yeah, send, send the send check, check over here to OU, OU812 is my address for crying <laughs> out loud. I'll, I'll, I'll do the Sunday stroll to the mailbox to pick my check up. I, boy, I tell you, you uh, the, the thing about the coaching business right now, you can either be – you can either be drinking the wine one day and stomping the grapes the next faster than anything I've ever seen. I, you know, the last I checked, and, and what I like about, and you had mentioned this earlier about what, you know, when Rick Patino coming out and ripping his team at St. John's, I mean, it, it's about the players. I, I, coaching, I, I think we put, I think there's too much emphasis, especially on basketball. I mean, you you better you better have you some horses if you're going to win in the NBA. And I, d- does it really? I mean, are we really saying that the Nets are playing that poorly that they go from giving a guy an extension to a half a season and saying, you know what, you're out of here. So something something doesn't feel right in the water. They're almost like. Are the players, are the inmates running the asylum and the players making a decision, oh, we don't want this guy coaching us? I, I don't know. It's very, very strange. They're 21-33. and 33. They lose by 50 to Boston in their final game before the All-Star week. But you wait till after the All-Star game to come in on Monday morning and say, yeah, we don't play till Thursday, so we're going to look for a new coach coming up Thursday. Didn't you kind of know that before the All-Star break? I mean, couldn't you have done this guy a favor and said, hey, you, you, this just isn't working? Why do you wait till after the All-Star break? Is, is this yeah, Jerry out. Jones trying to get on top of the the uh, clicks? Get, get, out, get out of here and go enjoy your long weekend? Is that what you're saying? Get I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, that's To me, that's a, that, I, I, for sure, that's for sure a head-scratcher. I mean, uh, when you get beat by 50 – that that is a reason to to do some house cleaning, but firing the head coach, eh, I, I don't know. I, I we'll, we'll have to see. I think it's something we'll have to watch the second half of the year. And you know, I, you want to get somebody in and and make a change and give them a few days. I, I get that. I, th- I thought it was interesting. Ohio State fired their basketball coach. They hire a new guy, and he comes out and beats number two Purdue. So maybe, maybe it does work. <laughs> And that was going to be my next question. Does it ever really work? I mean, let's be honest. Firing a coach in midseason, does that ever turn into a super turnaround and you make a run at something? I, I don't remember it ever being done. I, maybe in baseball. I'd, 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 have to think about, I'd have to think about that, but I, not, 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 certainly not football, and I, I don't remember it in, ba- in basketball. You know, working working into your favor, where you where you tag the interim on a guy, knowing that boy he's looking over his shoulder every day, going into work, thinking, okay, who who's the next guy they're bringing in to interview? It's a yeah, it it causes chaos in an organization. So I, I get the Nets; they're in they're in a position to say we've got to, you know, we need to do something. I just don't understand giving a guy an extension 
and then firing him that quickly. It's the it's the business principle of it, uh, Ward. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't. I mean, they're twenty one and a half games back. Are, are they really going to climb out of that cellar by having an interim coach? No, no, they're not. They're just not. It's not going to be done, and it can't be done. And so I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess sometimes you have to change the culture or whatever may be going on. I get that. But to fire a coach in midseason is just – it doesn't make any sense to me on any level. I just don't think that you're going to accomplish anything on that unless it's just time to step away and you've got a guy that may be the interim. Maybe like uh, – you know, when did the Cowboys do it last? Was it Phillips and Garrett was in the waiting anyway and they already right. knew that he was the waiting coach, so let's go ahead and make the move? Yeah, you, you got a young guy there. You think – you think he is going to be, you know, he is going to be, you know, the answer. You give him, you give him a chance during that season to show what he can do, and that he is, you know, he's got a chance to, uh, you know, to get the reins of the team. And so maybe that's the case. I mean, maybe that maybe the Brooklyn Nets are, you know, they 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 know what they're wanting, or maybe there's somebody out there that they're enamored with talking to and said, hey, it's the time to make a change, but. I'm not – I hear what I'm saying. I'm not shocked that that uh, they made a change as poorly as they're playing. I'm shocked that they gave the guy a contract extension during the offseason. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I get that too. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't do that and then all of a sudden, well, it's just not working. We're out of here. I mean, he's still going to get his money. <laughs> and that's – I mean, that's, that's exactly the point I'm making. I mean, it – you got to you got to have somebody that's challenging the players and certainly uh last year they knew they 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 weren't a good basketball team last year and they and they decided to give him an extension and you know you go down and you look at their roster and you're just you know i, I mean terrible. i guess you you know we we'd recognize Dorian Finney-Smith former Maverick i mean we Ben Simmons but i i tell you what they uh they're they're not a very good basketball team, and 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 obviously they fired the coach looking to go a different direction for a reason. Yeah, I, and basketball off till Thursday in the NBA, so a little bit of a break for them to find out which direction they're going to go. I'm sure they'll announce the interim coach uh, in the next 24 hours or so, or maybe they already know that they just hadn't put it out there yet. Big 12 basketball, big Monday coming up tonight. We'll get into that next on the press box. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Patola, our guest, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. And it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. What is the impact that has? I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home is by the end of the season. The John Moore Show, 2 to 3 p.m. Weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup is built to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 84 months, plus save up to $300 on select equipment. Now through March 1st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com slash disclaimers for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with seven convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. 
The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, Aaron. It's slow music day, but I had, yeah. to, had to end it on a good note. Good. Not that it was terrible, but you know, no, in you the usual that. mix, there's been some other things going on. <laughs> Welcome back to the press box. JMO coming up next, followed by the Matt Mosley show and Cameron Stewart, along with Matt right here on ESPN central Texas top 25 rankings are out. Aaron, any surprises that you saw when this popped out? Uh, you know, I, I know it was a home game for Baylor, but. I don't think Iowa State should be above them in the rankings. It's a it's a small quibble, but you know. Well, they are, and they well, moved a quibble up. nonetheless. They moved up four spots to they're number playing six. Great. They're twenty and five. They are playing good. I mean, you have to admit they're they're playing good. But I look it. It's the Big Twelve, and <laughs> just hang on because things will change in the Big Twelve. Houston up to number two behind UConn at number one. Purdue only falls one spot after that loss. Uh, to number three, Arizona four, Tennessee five, Iowa State, as we mentioned, six, Marquette at seven, Duke at eight, Kansas drops three spots to number nine, and North Carolina at 10. The Baylor Bears right behind North Carolina at number 11 as they climb up a spot. Other teams in the Big 12 in the top 25. You drop down to number 23, and you find the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and they moved up three spots. BYU, they dropped. Six spots, and they're at number 25 now in the uh, AP poll. A little bit different in the uh, coaches' poll. The only thing different in that is BYU's out of the rankings, and TCU makes an appearance in the coaches' poll at number 25. So, again, you look up and down this uh, basketball rankings, Aaron, and there's still a handful of Big 12 teams hanging around the top 25. And, folks, that's not going to change. They're getting 10 teams in. Just write it down. 10, you think? Yeah. Wow. They're going to get 10 in. Would that be a record? I believe so. Let's see. I don't know. I I bet the Big East has gotten 10 in. You think? I don't know. That's that's a lot for one conference to get 10 teams into the big dance. How about that? How fun would that be to have that happen? Um, I, I can see it happening. 
But I, I think it's also going to depend on, again, my worry with this conference is are they just going to chew each other to pieces going through the regular season and there's nothing left in the tank when you get to the tournament? Uh, and we're not that far away from the tournament, by the way. No, it's uh, it's right around the corner, and it's going to be be nuts. Anybody could win that tournament. Like UCF could win the Big Twelve tournament. They could very easily. So they could. could Cincinnati. These are teams with, you know, they're near the bottom of the league, but they've got quality wins over good teams in this league, and they've got players. You know, people, including myself, thought that both of them would be coming into the league kind of shorthanded, and they are to a certain extent. Right. But not near as much as a lot of people, again, including myself, thought. They've got some players. They both got some really good players. They're both well coached as well. So I mean, uh, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a, a crazy end to the tournament to the conference schedule to see who wins the the Big Twelve. You know, it's and and then then after that, hold on to your hat because then it's just the conference tournament. <laughs> yeah, and I I think there's some teams that could benefit from this conference tournament. We've talked to that uh, a, a lot. You know my feelings about a conference tournament, and if if I'm already set where I'm set, I don't worry a whole lot about it. You go out there to play the game to win. There's no doubt. You can't do it any other way. But if you don't, it's not necessarily a bad thing that you get to rest your legs for three or four days before you start the grind of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I've always, unless you're a bubble team, I don't really put a lot on the tournament, conference tournaments unless you need it. It's a nice resume boost, but like you said, it can also tire you out with all those games right before the tournament, which is going to tire you out also because it's also a lot of games in a short span mm-hmm. if you can do well. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't know that if I had a really good college basketball team that my approach to the tournament would be pretty, uh, pretty laid back, you know, wanting to win and get better. But That's exactly what I think. Probably rather have the rest. I I think it works out in your favor if you can have the rest. If you're not, if you go into your conference tournament and it does not matter, you're a two seed or you're a one seed, and it doesn't matter if you win the tournament or if you even win a game in the tournament, then my feelings are it's not all bad if you don't win a game and you get to get your legs back underneath you because make no mistake about it, the NCAA tournament is just a meat grinder. And to be able to get through that and have a chance to get to the final four. You're going to want as much rest as you can. And I I think it's it's a situation where, you know, if if you're if you're Baylor right now, I think you'll probably if things go according to plan from here on out, Aaron, I think you're probably going to have your seed wrapped up before the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. You'll know pretty much where you're going. I think yeah, you'll absolutely. already know if you're the Baylor Bears. You're going to already know. Maybe you think you're maybe you're on a line and you can move up a spot. Maybe. You know, from a 3 to a 2, but even that, I mean, how much do you really want to put on a game to try to do that mm-hmm. as opposed to just playing taking your chances with the seed cuz you know it's going to be high and again getting your players rested. I I think that's Sometimes, for me, the most important thing, conference breakdown right now, and it's early for the NCAA tournament, but you mentioned 10. They've got nine. I wouldn't be surprised if it is 10. Uh, SEC at nine teams, uh, Big Ten at six, Mountain West at six, Big East at four, ACC at four, 
and then the Pac-12 American and WCC, a couple of teams apiece in the NCAA tournament. And again, we're breathing down the neck. And is that the is that the best day in sports? That Thursday of the NCAA tournament starting. Oh, absolutely. For me, that's there's, there's no doubt, is there? There's nothing like it. It starts at 11 a.m. our time. And it runs till midnight. Until you pass out. At- <laughs> and they do such a great job of going from game to game, mm-hmm. not leaving you on 30-point blowouts and getting to games that are close. It's just, it is the best day in college, in, in, in sports, period. I think it is, too. Yeah, I agree 100%. whole lot of fun. All right, that's going to do it for us. Stay tuned. JMO's coming up next, followed by the Matt Mosley Show. It's all right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Stretch Smith and Aaron, I'm Ward Whites. Until next time, so long, everybody. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.